The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hey, Dr. Dane here. How you doing? I'm doing great, Gary Douglas. How are you? I'm good. I wonder how everybody out there is in the world. Uh, you know, the world is a very interesting place, my friend. Good Welcome, point. everybody, to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. And uh, we are happy to be with you. We've got a fun and interesting topic for you today. What is that, Mr. Douglas? The Symphony of Possibilities, which actually is a cla- new class that you're teaching these days. It sure is. And it's, it's like it's funny because everybody tells me it's the weirdest freaking class I ever did. But it'll kick your well. But it you know kicks what, rhymes bootay. with class. Exactly, bootay in the vernacular is yeah. at work. Yeah, and uh, changes things. <laughs> No class before has ever nope. done. So, it's uh, very cool. It's, it's quite the adventure, shall we say. But we, we're here to talk about, well, that and also how do you start embracing this awareness that we've come to about what's actually possible in your own life. Yeah, and if you looked at your life, like what if your life was actually a symphony? Are you playing it? Are you conducting it? Are you pretending you're like... A fiddle player when you should be playing a Stradivarius. Oh, that. Yeah, and that's one of the difficulties is a lot of people act like the only thing they can play is this little triangle and it's continuously out of tune. So they're always looking to see where the rest of the world is going and then trying to hit theirs right on time and not actually feeling like they're succeeding. What if the triangle is not the only instrument you're capable of playing? What if you have far greater possibilities than you've acknowledged? And what if now's the time? Even if triangle is the only thing you're capable of playing, at least you could play it in tune and you could play it, you know, at the right moment and do all the things that make your, you know, your sound better than anything else. Yes. And what if you realize that the greatest contribution could be was that and that there's this whole other possibility available for how you can actually start to choose to be in your world that actually allows you to embrace the symphony of possibilities that the universe is inviting you to so you can actually start to play, actually start to enjoy, actually start to have a good time with the things around you that want to contribute to you and stop believing you're all alone. So, um, Dane, you just did a symphony of possibilities and all kinds of people had all kinds of things to say about it from my personal point of view. Yes. But uh, what? What was it like for you? What was it that God created for you? What was it that the symphony was about for you? Oh, man. It truly was. It's interesting to facilitate a class and have no, sort of like no reference points, if you will, no footing. It's like it had to be created in every 10 seconds. 
And that, to some extent, is the way every access class is. But for this particular one, it's like the one of the things that we do is is have people actually work on each other in class using this energy of this symphony of possibilities. In other words, energetically contributing to changing things for people and contributing things to people. And I got to tell you, it's like literally it was amazing to go, wow, you know what? Here I am facilitating this. And at the same time, what I've got to wait is for the input of every single instrument in this particular orchestra to contribute before I even know what I'm going to do in the next 10 seconds. So what it was, and it was interesting because we started the the first evening and it was an interesting class because everybody that was there was for the for the whole three and a half days. And one of the things we looked at was I looked and I went, hey, you know, at one point I said, do you guys actually want to go where I want to take you? And then I realized, you know what, that's an erroneous point of view. And my question became to them, what are you here to contribute to me in the universe that you're not acknowledging? And it became a place where the symphony that they know is possible, the part of that they know is possible, became the gift to everybody else. And I think that's one of the biggest things about this particular class is people after it have sent me emails going, you know what, I just want to say thank you because I feel like for the first time in my life, I have my own back. I realize how much value I have and I'm actually starting to contribute to my life and the things I'd like in the world and to see in the, as the world in a totally different way. So... Having so, had that conversation. Okay, so we have a caller on the line. How cool. Jill from Georgia. Jill, we you're have a on. Question. Yes, hi. How are you, Gary? How are you, Dane? Very good. How, How are, you? are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank awesome. you for taking my call. Pleasure. What's your question? Um, my question would be um, I saw the title today, and um, I'd like to be in more communion with my symphony. So my question would be how um, how to go about that. Well, first of all, you got to recognize that that you are not alone, and it's like and a whole lot of us function as though the aloneness that we experience on a daily basis is actually real, and it's like we are all part of the quantum entanglements of this universe. We are all part of the symphony of possibilities if we're willing to see that we contribute and that we are a contribution. Do you ever really get what a contribution you are? I get glimpses of it, yes. Glimpses of it, okay. Yeah. Glimpses it's are there not... sometimes. Yeah. I know there's much more there available, though. Okay. Well, so I would say yeah, go ahead. the important thing is to recognize that you are a contribution what can you contribute? If you ask the question, what can I contribute today that I've never contributed before? You start functioning from that question, all kinds of new things and all kinds of new possibilities show up. And that was actually one of the awarenesses that came out of this particular class that I just did in Denmark. And it was, it was literally this, because prior to that, I, I, people did not realize that, hey, I am actually a contribution. You know, the, the idea was they were there to learn from me. And I'm like, you know what? I get that. I'm grateful for that. And yes, I will contribute to you. And what if we're here to contribute to each other? What if it's not just you're here to learn from me? My point of view is what contribution are you that you've never acknowledged? And literally this... And when you start to realize that we truly are all interconnected, 
And this, in a sense, is one other description of that interconnection. And you go, wait a minute. Wow. Okay. And you see how when you contribute to somebody, like somebody's coming to you and they're having a really bad day and you're just there with them, you're present with them, you don't have any judgment, and you put your arms around them and give them a hug and you see how that changes their life. And then you see how they go out and affect other people. And you're like, wow, if I hadn't given them a hug, they would have been a totally different effect on other people. And you see that being just one small aspect of the contribution you are. One of the things you just said, Dane, is like that place of having no judgment. So I'd say, Jill, that if you could get to a place of recognizing where you don't do judgment ever, and that's really where the symphony begins is when you have no judgment. Okay. That'll be the one that'll help you the most. Okay, yeah, that's, that's been coming more and more to me, and a lot more clarity has been coming around about that lately, about having no judgment. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's, it's subsiding a whole lot, so thank you. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Cool. And great, great question. Thanks yeah, for calling it's a in. Wonderful question. And one of the other questions that you can ask is, if I had no judgment of me, what contribution to the symphony of possibilities could I truly be? And everything that doesn't allow it, times a gazillion, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Hey, that was good. I got the I got the unconsciousness. You got to do the pocket pot. Exactly. You got cool. the nap on that. Yeah, one. I didn't get the nap, but I got there. Yeah. Thanks for your question, Joe. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. So, um, so the one thing you want to get is that judgment is the killer of the symphony of possibilities. So, what creation of judgment are you using? To kill the possibilities you could be choosing, are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Wow, apparently now, a lot of people are doing judgment out there. Uh, apparently so. Well, are you kidding? I think everybody out there is doing judgment. Some of them are judging themselves and some of them are judging other people. And but, none of the judgment belongs to anybody. Yeah, exactly. It's just the thing you learn, the thing you've learned to perpetrate. But basically, it's like this. I mean, even, even any judgment, any conclusion, any decision, anything that you decide is what is and is the way it has to be falls under this category of judgment. So what ends up happening is, let's say you judge or decide that you've only got this contribution to be to people or that you're not a contribution or that the only time you get to be happy is when you're alone or that you can't have any money, any of those things, what they do is they become the only reality you can create from. In other words, anything that doesn't match your judgment can't actually come into your world. So what ends up happening is because we've all been taught to judge as the primary mode of being in this reality, that's where we start from. And that's where we stop ourselves, unfortunately, is in that realm of judgment. So what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, meons. Wow, isn't it amazing? Our judgment kills our possibilities. What would it be like if we truly could live our lives without an ounce of judgment? Now, that's, uh, that's an interesting thing because... Basically, and people go, well, I, I don't even know what judgment is. I'm like, well, do you ever feel heavy when you 
think of someone or something, or do you ever have a situation that comes up and you feel sort of heavy and distant or heavy and contracted? Well, that's basically what judgment feels like. just go with heavy. Yeah, heavy. Because what's true always makes you feel lighter. A lie will always make you feel heavier. So the thing is, the when you feel heavy, you're and judgment always feels heavy, that's because it's always a lie. It's not a choice you have to make. And you got to get that judgment is a choice that always limits possibilities. But that's what we've been taught to do. You know, people, when you're younger, want you to go, oh, well, tell me exactly what it is you want to do. Well, that's the other thing where people go, you know, it's like you got to be aware of the consequences of your action. Well, that requires you to judge everything you do before you do it. And then judge yes. it after you do it to see whether you got the consequences coming yes. or to see whether you're going to have consequences you don't see that you might see, none of which gives choice yeah. or possibility. And that is the thing that sticks you the most. And, and it's something that we've all learned. I think that's one of the biggest difficulties is we believe it's an inherent part of reality. And we've managed to actually create it as an inherent part of reality by buying that point of view. But what if it didn't have to be? What if there is another choice available? What if there's a symphony of possibilities that flows through everything? And the way this, you know, the way this title for this class came up, and I guess this conversation we're having today came up, was I was in New York for a friend's wedding, and we went to see this musical once. And you know, the the people that put on the wedding took us to it. And I was, and the musical is about this guy who's totally down on his luck, thinks he has no value, is just about to give up. And this woman walks over and she sees the value of him, sees the beauty and the possibilities he can be, and within minutes starts contributing to him to change it. And I was like, you know what? This is the way we can be with each other. This is the space of possibilities that should be available. And literally, I sit there with tears streaming down my eyes and at one point, I'm looking up at the the um, floor, whatever, the ceiling of the theater, and it feels like I'm in connection with every molecule there. Like I'm vibrating with every molecule that's in this theater. And I was like, whoa. And I look around to see if anybody else is getting this, you know, having this awareness or this experience, you know. And I look around, I realize, nope, I'm the only one. And I just embraced it. It was like, wow, okay, I'm going into some weird land here. And it literally felt like my, all the molecules of my body and everything were vibrating with the molecules of this theater. And, I, and I'm like thinking to myself, maybe somebody spiked my drink, you know. But there yeah, was such an opening. Did. You. Yeah, exactly. With awareness. The ultimate spiking of drinks apparently, called awareness. I, yeah. I, apparently I spiked my drink with awareness rather dynamically. And I ended up, literally, it was like this sense of being in connection with everything in a way that I had never had in that way before that intensely and I remember leaving there going wow I was looking at everything just feeling a connection and at oneness with this symphony that I realized the universe is and I had been teaching the this advanced access class called energetic synthesis of being for quite some time and I looked at that and I went wow it's time for that to change it's time for that energetic synthesis of being to take another quantum leap and I realized wow, what, what, what is it actually that I'm inviting people to? And I realized there's a symphony that we as part of the universe are, and it's a symphony of possibilities for what can be created, like, not and, just what can be destroyed. And when you and come judged. out of that space of judgment, it's like that's when everything becomes possible. Yeah, true. It's like, and that's how it became a symphony of possibilities because it was like we could see that 
you know, in that, in that play, it's like where the guy has somebody who's not in judgment, it creates a different possibility, a different choice, a different re- a totally different reality. What would it be like if everything in our lives was that? And what would it be like if we realized how much we are that and how much we can contribute to other people? And I walked out after and I was leaving the next day and I went to the little, you know, local drugstore to get some like water or something. And I was standing there and I had my stuff and I was checking out and there was this guy there and he had tattoos all up and down his arm and whatever. And I looked at him and here it is like midnight or something. This guy was totally aware. And I looked at him and I said, I just want you to know. And because I had this amazing awareness as I'm just standing here being with this guy with this energy that I'm talking about in this space I'm talking about. And I said, I just want you to know all that stuff you're hoping to achieve, everything you're hoping to create in your life. I said, it will actually come true. Please know that. And he looked at me like, oh my God, number one, how did you know? Number two, he could perceive the awareness that it was actually true. And it was one of the first times where I'd ever looked into the universe of somebody that I wasn't doing a session on and see their future and the possibilities they were going to create and generate. And I saw how I could contribute to him in actually creating it. And from my point of view, when you get out of judgment, that's a contribution we all can be for each other. So on that note, note, I think it's time for a break. I think it's about that time. So we'll go to break and we'll be back in a few minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. 
go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane. Welcome back to Access Consciousness on Voice America. How y'all doing out there in the world? Hopefully, the Symphony of Possibilities is embracing you as it should. You know, in these warm, loving arms. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we need some warm, loving arms. Seriously. I like that idea. Although that might be a slightly different possibility than some but, of you are pondering. Well, that's it's all one part of the symphony. It's all part, part of the symphony. Yeah, you know, it's like, come to think of it, you know, it's like I always used to think that when you had sex, that was a symphony. Uh-huh. You know, because I th- always thought, you know, every... Every woman I with, was with was a Stradivarius, and if I learned how to play her properly, I'd have one hail of a great symphony in the end. Right. How did that work out for you, my friend? worked out pretty well. I didn't do too bad. Yeah? Nice. Um, you know, that was back in the old days when I was young and purdy. Oh, back in the day when you could actually have sex. I remember oh, yeah, that, those days. Yeah, I remember I mean, not you. Days. I mean, you know, people in general, basically. Yeah, I know. Back in the day before sex education was, if you have sex, you're going to have a disease and it'll kill you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that one, yeah. It's like, wow. Okay, so much for the joy of that. You know, what if everything in your life could actually be a symphony? What if you could actually have the joy and the sense of possibilities that's actually available in everything? See, some of you are creating your lives just based on putting one foot in front of the other. And... Uh, you know, it's one of these things where are you looking for something different? Do you wish there were something different available? And you know what? What if there is? So that's basically what we're talking about here. So let's do more this process one more time. And for those of you who don't know, haven't heard, haven't gotten the memo, basically this processing is designed to get you out of the places where you're judging you or creating less than you'd like so you can create more. Or creating a limitation that you don't have to live with. Bingo. Bingo. So what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Hey, everything that is, time's a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. See, wow. and some of, you know, some of the people you know are like, I don't want to know other possibilities exist. Shut up. Stop talking. How can you even say that? And it's like, uh... Those are the fun people, aren't they? Yeah. Those are the the fun people. Not exactly. Not exactly the people you probably want to hang around because they're probably in so much judgment of you and everyone else that their sense of possibilities is non-existent. Well, I was talking to a lady that, you know, that today and she was saying that she had looked at buying a house and it was down the street from, you know, this guy who was their spiritual leader, quote unquote. And uh, all of her friends decided that she was going to give away all of her money in order to live next door to this guru so she could give up her life for him. And it's like, not her reality at all, but that's what, um, that's what her friends came to. Wow. It was like, wow, that is not kind. That is not nice. Why do you have that kind of judgment? 
Yeah, but that's the thing is people, most people would rather judge rather than have the symphony of possibilities. Yeah. Unfortunately, as little kids, that's what we learned. That's what we were taught, that if you're not judging, there's something wrong with you. If you don't judge everything as right and wrong and make sure to do what's right and make sure to judge yourself as wrong, then nothing is going to work out right in the world. And it's your fault if it doesn't. Yeah. Weird, huh? Crazy. Crazy, I say. Crazy. Okay, so let's run that again. Here we go. So what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion way just run and create a place. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, man. You know, I actually read the, the feedback from the, the, the VA show the uh-huh. other day. Uh-huh. I was really impressed. Most people are very grateful for what we're doing because they say that this stuff that we're doing is actually helping their lives, which is great. That is cool. That, yeah. you know, that's like, I'm going to say is one of the greatest gifts we get is hearing that because, you know, both of us know it's like we want to contribute. We actually, we actually like to contribute to you having greater possibilities. Why? Because it makes us happier. Number one makes you happier, but it makes the world a greater place. You know, the thing is, we're all living on this planet together, kids. And unless we start to recognize that and realize that the contribution we can be to somebody else may be what changes their lives for the greater, may be what contributes to changing the planet for the greater, we don't really have much chance of changing things. Yeah. So, what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is, times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is, times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, oh, boys baby. and beyonds. Now, here's one of the other things that happens, is people sometimes go, okay, uh, why are you repeating yourselves? Because... If you think you haven't done a huge amount of judgment to limit your possibilities, you're crazy. But basically, the reason we're repeating it is not because we don't have anything else to say. <laughs> we have I a lot could more say, to say something really mean. Really? Go ahead. Yeah. You know, it's like every time you sit down in the toilet, all that stuff that comes out your back end is your judgment. Ah, I like it, I think. Okay. Although the visual was a little disturbing. Sorry. But, you know, I like the general idea. So basically, your judgment is the crap that you're using to destroy the possibilities in your life. So what we're doing is we're running this process so we can unlock the places where you're doing judgment instead of possibility. Pretty darn simple. Yeah. And it actually works rather dynamically. You know, Gary and I have had the fortune of working with thousands of people in the course of time we've been doing access thousands. to him. We've worked with thousands, thousands in the last, you know, in the last in year, we worked actually. with thousands. That's true. You know, tens yeah. of thousands, actually. We're, true. we're getting to a lot wow. more people out there. Huh? I guess we could say hundreds of thousands or almost, yeah, we can we almost get to millions. I don't know. We're pretty damn close uh, to millions. I'm thinking. That's pretty damn, damn cool. Damn close to millions. I like it. Okay, good. Damn close to millions. That's pretty cool. So, but with all those people that we've worked with, it's like we've actually seen them go from, gosh, you know what, I have stuff in my life that I want to change and I don't think I can to, man, I got the tools to create change, of course. And this clearing statement is one of them. So if you want to know what the clearing statement means, you can go to theclearingstatement.com, theclearingstatement.com, 
And there it is, being explained by yours truly. It takes about 20 minutes to go through the whole thing, which is why we're not doing it here. But basically, you know what? It's a way of changing the things in your hey, life you've always wanted to change and haven't been able to. You I thought. I had a thought. I had oh, a thought. No. Tell me. If we just explained it on every show, uh-huh. we'd eliminate one whole section and just in having to explain the clearing statement again. Huh. Good we could point. like We could just avoid a whole lot of work. That's true. And the other place you can go is to my website, which is drdanehere.com. And there's a free video series there also. Well, actually, two free video series. One is constantly updated. gives you tools from whatever I'm discovering around the world at the time. And one is called the Being You video series. And it's basically the tools I used to start changing my life, going from wanting to kill myself to actually creating my life 13 years ago. So wow, go there. 13 years. Isn't that bad luck? Uh, no, I think it's really good luck. Good point. Not You've been bad doing it luck. for 13 years. You're on your way. Good luck. Cool. Soon it'll be 14. Very Things are changing. <coughs> but for now. So anyway, so what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion way to start and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, holy moly, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Because you good know Lord. the only person you judge is you. At least nah. most of you. At least about 50% of the population. The other 50% is in judgment of everybody else. And the difficulty is if you're one of that 50% that is always in judgment of you, it's funny because you think you're judgmental, even though you're not. Yeah, because like what you got to get is you're really psychic. You're a psyche SpongeBob or SpongeBobette. Uh-huh. And you pick up everybody else's judgments and you assume they're yours because you're aware of them. But guess what? They're not. Nope. You're just aware of them. You're like a, a like if you were any hairier, you'd be an aware wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's bad. I know. That was really, forget yeah, I said that. Yeah, that was bad. Never mind. Yeah, that's one of the reasons you want the clearing statement. Let's do this. Yeah. Everything that doesn't allow you to laugh at everything we say. Everything doesn't allow you to see that we're the most brilliant, funny people in the entire world. There you go. Destroy and create it all. Right, Right, wrong, wrong, good, good, bad, pot, and pock, all nine shorts, boys, boys and beyond. For that one, we needed stereo. Yes, we need stereo. Stereo, pot, and pock. Pot and pock, the superheroes of consciousness. Dun-da-da. Dun-da-da. Okay, good. So what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion way to destroy and create it, please. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, why the unconsciousness there? Because there's a lot of unconsciousness on this particular subject. Well, anytime you have judgment, you have unconsciousness. And every time you think that you are actually the perpetrator of the judgment when it's not you, uh, you are definitely in the place where you're in this, you know, this insanity of assuming that it has to look or be a certain way. Yeah, and that's one of the greatest that's difficulties judgment. you inflict on yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, what creation are you using? What creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is, times a godzillion way to destroy and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. What creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion, where you just run a greater place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what creation are you of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing, are you choosing? 
Everything that is times a godzillion way destroyed and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, baby. So here's the thing. The more you judge, the less possibility you create. Yeah. And there are certain people in your life that judge all the time. Have you ever noticed? How like much? your family? Oh, yeah, them. They're, they're like, always good. Like your stepmother. Good for a judgment. Oh, no, my stepmother. So how much, how much of the time do you try to believe that because they're so fixed in their point of view, they and must be right? because they're so judgmental and because they're judging you that they're doing it because they love you. Oh, that one. I love that one. How many of you have decided? I only judge you because I love you. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. What part hey. of judgment it's, is... It's like with love, love like that, I think I don't yeah. need it. Thank you very much. I think much. there's that, you know, that, that, West, that country song. You What's only that? judge the ones you love, the ones you shouldn't judge at all. Oh, no, oh, that's boy. the only, you know, hit yeah. the ones you, no. You only, you, only, you only love the ones you hate, the one. no, that's no. something else too. Oh, well. Oh, well, whatever sure it is, obviously, yeah, with obviously judgment. we don't remember. I'm sure, though, there's a country song with judgment attached. No, it's, you know, it's like you only hurt the ones, you, oh, hurt the ones you love. Yes. That's called judge. Yes. Judge that you can, so you can judge really good. Yes. Okay, good. Okay, so here we go again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what judgment, what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing everything that is times again? So you just destroying creative, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So the other thing then is if that's going on, you want to realize that you're actually creating it. It's not something that's just inherent. It's not something well, that is. Judgment, it's something you're actually judgment choosing. Judgment is not real. Judgment is a creation. You know, and it's like you know, it's like judgment is just a point of view. It's not real. It's not right. It's not good. And one of the ways you got to get out of judgment is to look at: is this really relevant? Right. You know, it's like, are what the, is what they are saying or doing actually relevant? What if and, it wasn't? And is what I'm thinking about this actually relevant? Yeah. And what if it weren't? You know, what if though? What if the possibilities are that it's not actually relevant? It's just something you learn and something you're doing because it's something you learn. And what else would be possible? Yep. So everything that is times a godzillion. We just try to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. Wow. So how many of you know there are far greater possibilities available than what other people seem to know? And because they don't seem to know it, you haven't been willing to choose it. Everything you've done to make other people's boxes the limitation of what you can choose beyond it, will you destroy and create a place? Everything that is. Right, right wrong, good, good bad, bad, pot, and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, see, I've been telling you for a long time, if you keep looking for that box, you're going to only get, it lim- get a limitation, okay? I hear you. And uh, I hear, boy, do I hear you. So, what creation of judgment are you using to limit the possibilities you could be choosing, are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion way, just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Man, there are some shit. This thing just keeps going and going. I know, it's really quite amazing. It hasn't even begun to end. Well, I mean, it's like if you look at possibilities, how many people judge that it's not possible? Oh my Everybody's God. always looking for probabilities and the risk and all that kind of well, stuff. When they're looking for how it can't happen, why it can't yeah. happen, and they look and they would rather not try out a possibility because 
it's like they've given up on the adventure of living. It's like rather than having the adventure of living, instead they have this idea that, oh, it probably won't work anyway, rather than, hey, well, let me try it out. It, well, if you give up before you start, then you can't fail. That's true. That's Good like, point. That's really much more helpful, isn't it? That's one way to go about it. Yeah. So it's like whatever you do, don't start, then you can't fail. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant, Nolly. So what creation of judgment are you using to kill the possibilities you could be choosing? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion way to start and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, short spoilers and beyond. Now, here's the thing. We have Susan on to ask a question, but we also are going to go to break in about a minute. So, So, Susan. Susan, can you hold on for us, please? You can hold on. We'll uh, take you after the break. Yeah, we'll babble a little more, and then we'll take you after break. So, this thing about the symphony of possibilities. Yeah. How many times have you gone out into nature or, I don't know, maybe like woken up early in the morning one morning when nobody else was awake so their thoughts weren't slamming you in your head and we're like, oh man, there's this I could create and this I could create and this I could create and this I could create. And you then by the time you were when you were a kid? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. that. And then by the time everybody else was awake, you were like, oh, I probably can't do it. Never mind. Never mind. That is the creation of judgment yeah. you use. To kill the possibilities you could be choosing. We, you know, we tend to give up before we even start because, because. I have no idea why. Well, I think because this judgment thing being what we've oh, been yeah. trained to rather than possibilities. Yes, because everybody's always willing to make judgment real, but they're not willing to make possibilities real. And it's basically like this. You can either have judgment or you can have possibilities. Your and choice. so the thing here is, you know, this is... That thing that I said about when you wake up and have this sense of possibilities early in the morning and then by the time everybody else is awake, you're done. It's because you're going into the judgment about what's not possible rather than sticking with the possibilities of what is. So there you go. So on that note, ponder that, listen to these messages, and we'll be back right after break. And we'll take care of Susan from Oklahoma as soon as we return. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, everybody. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads 
online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to... Hey, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane. Welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. We have the amazing Susan from Oklahoma. Susan, what's your question? Hi, Dr. Dane and Gary. Hi. Uh, I just had to get on because I had to hear Dane's, you know, Texas accent and all. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. <laughs> no, it gives me a greater sense of awareness, actually. I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> it does like expand. Do you know, do you know uh, the difference between an Oklahoma accent and a Texas accent? Oh, what? Well, I think they're very similar, except Texas is from down under Oklahoma. That's how that works. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, it's, that's Well, I grew up in Texas, but I live in Oklahoma. Ah, uh, gotcha. I thought you sounded yeah. more like a Texan than an Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when you said, um, you know, about the sensing possibilities and people not creating beyond what everybody else around them is creating or staying in this box, and I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm... I don't want to get outside of the box. Um, Is that really you know, true? In a rural area, and there's a box. You know, it's cattle and rodeo and church. Uh-huh. And Good question. Is that actually true? That you don't huh? want to get out from under. Sorry. Is it actually Is that true, true that I don't want to? And is it actually true that that's your point of view? Or are you so aware of everybody else's that it seems just like yours? Uh, I guess I don't, uh, air conditioner just went on. I didn't hear it. I, I guess you're asking if I don't want to get outside the box. No, is it true that it's actually true for you? Or are you so aware of everybody else's point of view that it seems like it's yours because it's that intense and that solid? Oh, not one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to stay in the box. Yeah. Yes, I'm very aware. I'm hyper aware. Well, and that's what you want to be aware of is when you're hyper aware like that, you're aware of everybody who's like, no, this is this box is the right place to be. This is the right way to be. This is how we are here. Yes, sweetheart. This is how we are here. Don't be any different than that. And but can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you always been different? Yes. Okay. So I'd like to tell you you're a double D. You're definitely different. You're not wrong. 
I've always wanted to be a double D, Gary. How'd you know? I just figured. <laughs> what if you realized you were not wrong for being a double D? What if that's actually a brilliance? And what if it's actually an invitation to possibilities for the people who are willing to perceive that? There are lots of people around you who are not and who don't want anything different. But what if you're actually an invitation for the people that are? And what if you're the one person who stands out from the crowd as being that possibility of difference that inspires people to choose something greater? Well, yeah, and that brings me to a point you guys said earlier about, you know, you're talking about this sympathy, and I'm like, you know, I'm getting the energy of it, and I'm, I'm thinking, wow, so everybody's got, you know, a part here, you know, it's not just, uh, we're not just going to sit back and cruise here, we're going to actually participate, and the more of us that step up uh, and contribute, then the greater the symphony of possibilities. And I guess that, you know, I, I, I am ready to step out and step up. Cool. That's great. So, so everything that doesn't allow it, everything that doesn't allow it to be easier than you ever thought it could be, will you destroy and create a place? Oh, Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. Apparently, you're not the only one, honey. Yeah, I really feel like this this big surge of, I've already, I've really, I mean, I think it's just about to bust open, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh-huh. I think you're absolutely right, and I think you got to get that being a double D, a definitely different, is not ever a wrongness. It's an inspiration. It's like you got to be willing to be that inspiration that allows people to choose something greater. And that's one of the gifts you have that you don't even get. And realize that you're that inspiration to the people that are able to have it. The people that want the same thing continuously are the ones we've all been around and lived around our whole lives who doesn't, you know, it, it, they will not ever create anything different and you won't ever inspire them. So Everywhere you've made yourself wrong for not being able to inspire the stupids and the people who don't get that there's something different possible, will you just run and create it, please? Yeah. Right. right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. And so I have to ask you a question. Is it fun for you to hang out with the stupids? No, I, no, it's so boring. It's like going to school. Yeah. So would you acknowledge the fact that, you know, there are a whole lot of stupids out there and acknowledge the people that are the stupids and you don't have to judge them. You just have to be aware that they'd rather be stupid than aware. Yeah. It, it's just boring. Yep. Uh, terribly. Terribly <laughs> boring. And uh, I guess after a while, you know, I do think it's me because I'm like, I'm thinking, well, at, at first I used to think that everybody could uh, had a awareness or you know a certain amount yeah you're wrong <laughs> you're wrong in that particular area some That's people one have, place you're wrong some people have about enough awareness to keep the, heart, keep the heart beating and keep their lungs pumping and almost to come in and out of the rain yeah almost and but if you look at that as a judge see from a judgmental point of view you look and you're like no i can't think that that's wrong i can't have that that's awareness a judgment what if it's actually not a judgment? It's an awareness. What if it's an awareness of where some people choose to function and choose to live their lives from, 
And what if you don't have to look at them and think they're wrong? What if you just go, wow, that's so different than me? And that's cool. so not something I would choose. Yes, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm there. Cool. So everything so, you've done to make you wrong, will you just run and grade it, please? So, and, yes. yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and And I'd like to give you this tool. Use this, okay? Instead of going, what's wrong with me that I don't get this, what they're doing, go, what's right about me, I'm not getting. And what's right about this, I'm not getting. Because there's a rightness in what you know, but it's like you always look for the wrongness because that's more, you know, whatever, what you've been taught. Yes. And you got to look for what's right about you and for what's right about this that you're not getting. Yes. Okay. Cool. And thank you. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks thanks for, for calling. calling. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we have Karen from Maine. Hello, Hi, Gary Karen. And Jane. Thank you for taking Hi. my call. Um, last night I taught a class about uh, how to choose, and for the very first time I was fully present with my audience, and um, I wasn't pushing at them, and I discovered that I, I really, truly didn't care what they chose, and it's a very odd space for me, and for the first time in a long time, I don't need anybody to change, and I'm just wondering, I mean, it just feels very strange to me to not, you know, want anybody to shift or change, and um, and I was wondering what is possible from this space, because I, it's almost like I don't care if nobody ever listens to me, and if I never, ever do a teacher class again, or... But I just, so, is it so different than what I have been pursuing? The long, yeah. And that's the thing is, see, the, the weird part is, is when you actually start to function for more consciousness and awareness and less need, because that's actually a place of needlessness. When you start to function from there, it feels so strange. But the long and short answer, you said, you know, what else is possible here? Everything. That's <laughs> yeah. the place from which everything is truly possible. It just feels so strange. It's not normal from our point of view. It's Yeah, it's not normal from the point of view that we're handed about how we're supposed to be even. And so what happens is when you don't have any need, it's like then people have total choice. And that's what you want to give people is total choice and the awareness that they have choice. Because a lot of people are walking around thinking they need this, they need to do this, they need to not be this way, they need to not do this. And so they, they walk around having a sense of no choice. So what you want to do is actually be that, which gives people a sense of choice, and it truly starts to change the whole world, their whole reality. And the bad news is more people will choose to change when you have that story. point of view. <laughs> really? Yes. Yep. You'll be amazed. And it gets a lot more fun to actually oh. facilitate classes. It gets a lot more fun to live, actually, yeah. when, when you don't have the point of view that somebody's got to change or got to be any different than they are right now. But I just feel so unmotivated. It's like I feel like I don't even want to produce any more classes or, you know, I just feel like there's nothing there. So well, can I ask you a question? Sure. Were you making yourself responsible, the responsible party for changing people's lives and changing their worlds? Oh, that feels kind of wonky to me. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to give that up now? <laughs> okay, yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And please recognize that, you know, it's like we've always used motivation as something that's outside of us that makes us do something. And what you came to and 
probably didn't realize is you came to the the kingdom of true choice in which you get to choose anything and your choice is what quote unquote motivates you, not the necessity of doing it for any reason. Oh, that feels so different. Yeah, it is different. And it opens the doors to multiple possibilities, which is an amazing gift. And it's like, you probably don't realize it, but coming to that space and being that space for those people actually probably has motivated more of them than you ever motivated before when you had your other point of view. Exactly. I mean, two of them said, oh, yes, I'm going to come to your next bars exchange. And I was like, wow, you know, nobody has ever said anything (laughs) after my classes. So that's really cool. Okay. Cool. You did good. Well done. Thank you. Cool. So here's one of the things about all of this. So thanks for your call, Karen. Um, So everybody out there, one of the things about all this is it always feels different than the way you think it's going to when you're actually choosing for more consciousness and choosing for more of you. So that's one of the things Karen's getting this awareness of. So everything you've all decided about the way it's supposed to feel to be more conscious, be more aware, be more you, will you just run and create it, please? Right, wrong, good, good, bad, 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 pot, all nine, nine, shorts, shorts, boys, boys and and beyond. beyond. So a couple upcoming events. There's actually a Being You Changing the World class on October 4th in Los Angeles. You can do the intro night that night uh, live stream from anywhere around the world. You can go to beingyouclass.com and get the info for that. And it's us. It's actually a three and a half day class. You can do the rest of the three days live in Los Angeles. Also, which and it also includes the bars class for those three and a half days. Also, if you want to take the first of the access classes heading on to the others, you can do the access bars class, foundation and level one online uh, the following weekend, starting October 11th, I believe, or 10th. And, uh, and you can do Foundation Level 1 online with Gary. For that, you go to accessconsciousness.com. So if you want to dive deeper into having the possibility of all these tools available, if you want to expand your toolbox for that of possibilities, please come and join us. Please come and play because we like it. Exactly. We probably like you more than you do. Yeah. And being in the room with somebody who likes you and doesn't judge you is kind of a cool thing, yeah. regardless of everything else that happens, which will change your whole world. So, So, welcome to our world, where anything is possible. And infinite possibilities exist. And if you're the conductor of your own symphony. What else would be possible, beautifuls? Thanks for joining us on the Access Country Show on Voice America. We look forward to being with you next week. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.